Welcome to Informed Aging, a podcast about health, help, and hard decisions for older adults. I'm Robin Roundtree. I'm a former family caregiver. I've worked in the home care industry and now work for the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center. With me is my co-host, Edith Gendron, Executive Director of the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center. She's a positive approach to care, certified trainer and consultant, a former family caregiver, and she's got over 40 years of experience in the industry. The thoughts and opinions expressed belong to Edith and I, not our wonderful employers and sponsors. If you want to get mad, get mad at us. We can handle it, just not at our employers and sponsors. Before making any significant changes in your life or your person's life, please consult your own experts. Today, we're talking about finding the right assisted living or memory care with Holly Jennings. We'll be back to talk with her right after this. For over 37 years, the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center, ADRC, has served as a Central Florida-based grassroots nonprofit and community resource center. They are dedicated to providing support and hope for families and individuals caring for someone they love who is living with Alzheimer's disease or other dementia-related illnesses. ADRC empowers caregivers with the knowledge, support, skills, and strategies they need to help them confidently prepare for the challenges that lie ahead. To learn more, visit the website adrccares.org. Senior Helpers is the only home care agency offering a revolutionary new way to approach senior care, the Life Profile Assessment. This data-based app is a crucial tool in helping seniors age safely and successfully at home. Combined with our proven in-home care programs and trained caregivers, Senior Helpers Life Profile is leading the way to better outcomes for our clients. For more information, log on to SeniorHelpers.com. We're back talking with Holly Jennings. She's the owner of Premier Senior Consultants and a board member of the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center. So Premier Senior Consultants is a concierge service providing senior living solutions for independent assisted and memory care. Today, we're really going to focus on assisted living and memory care. So explain to us how you help a family who knows mom or dad or a spouse shouldn't be living at home any longer. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I would share with you that typically we find that a family will reach out to us. It's usually an adult child who's maybe concerned about their parents. And the situation is they're seeing things happening in the home um, that is bringing them concern, uh, maybe safety concerns or just mobility issues, failure, you know, not able to drive anymore. So they'll reach out because they're looking for some options and just really not knowing where to start. So that's where we begin in our process. Yes. And at ADRC, we always recommend going with a placement agency. People will ask us, where should we go? And there's too many, too many to keep track of. There's too many, and it's a huge task. It's not yes. a simple me thing by any means. Um, it's, I always say it's a full-time job until you find the place. So why wouldn't you get the important part, free help right. from an expert in the field? Yes, absolutely. So there's a lot of placement agencies. So when you're looking for one, you got to do a little bit of research there, right? Yeah, you do. There are different ones. I mean, before really local placement agencies came in, I've actually been doing consulting now for 11 years. Mm. Um, but there were some internet companies, which are still out there. The biggest difference I would share is that when you work with a local company who is in the communities, 
day in and day out, which I am with my clients. I tour with them and go through the entire process. It really gives us the opportunity to be real boots on the ground and really have our eyes open for them. So I really feel like that is of an advantage. And like you mentioned, it's complimentary. Right. So there's no charge to our clients or the communities that we partner with pay our fee. Okay, wonderful. Edith and I have talked about, and, and I fell victim to this too when I was looking for my mother, the chandelier and marble floor effect. You walk in and you think, I want a great place for my family member. But we've since learned don't be fooled by the fancy stuff, right? I would totally agree with that. One thing that we make sure we do at Premier Senior Consultants is we're always checking the Agency of Healthcare Administration state inspections. And even though this is um, a website that's available to anyone, it's a little hard to read and mm-hmm. decipher through inspection ratings and what the tags mean and things. So we're always doing that. And there's n- no one that's perfect. But the biggest thing we're looking for is care tags or care concerns, because you're right, even the beautiful, wonderful looking places with the swimming pool and all the amenities, we may have some concerns, you know, that we are not seeing the care or we may see turnover in management, which is also a big deal. I think whoever is running the ship is usually the one that is making sure things are either being done well or not so well. And that's another thing about being local. You kind of get the Not that you would go off a gossip, but if you hear a facility is not doing great, you're going to be the one to check out that rumor and maybe guide a family away from that place. Yeah, it's it's not gossip when it's a revolving door in that administrator's office. And we have a Mm -hmm. couple of very expensive places for the Mm -hmm. average person that, for whatever reason, can't seem to keep a dedicated administrator, which is another word for executive director or whatever that company chooses to call their lead. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. So there are times where the nicer ones that we would see, we put on pause maybe for a little while. And others that we really do have a great relationship with. And I'm always circling back with my clients like for feedback mm. because it's the families that can truly give me a good insight on what's going on with the care. Are they satisfied? Would they think I could recommend this to another client? So Again, back to the local agencies, I think that's really what they can offer. So if someone lives, I don't know, somewhere where there is no placement agency, mm-hmm. how would you guide them? Like, just ignore the visual or fresh flowers doesn't mean your person is going to get good care. Right. What I would probably say is when you're on the tour, obviously, you know, you're looking at different details. The one thing that I'm always looking at is, is their dignity in the Mm. residence, in how they are dressed, how their hair is kept, how they look. That says a lot. I always say, you know, of course, you're looking at the physical plant. Is there stains on the carpet or go use the restroom? Are you seeing that it's not tidy? You know, it just may give you an idea that maybe things aren't being kept up well. And then as you get further along, go have a meal at that place. Try the food out. When you do the assessment with the nurse, you know, make sure you're asking specific questions. And every state does have a local or a state agency website that you can typically see how they're truly doing clinically um, with their state inspections. I think that's really important. Staffing ratios. That's something that's important. Um, Florida doesn't have really strict, strict laws, as I understand it. But in a perfect world, what would the staff to resident ratio be? That's a good question, and it is hard to put a a definitive number on it. And I will say it's because a lot of times, 
acuity is so mm. important and a deciding factor in a community. So you could say like the state of Florida that has a 1 to 8 or a 1 to 12 at night, let's say, or even higher. Even though they may be following the regulation, what I get concerned about is if the care is higher just than who they have as a residence at the time, mm. they may need more staffing. So I know that doesn't answer it completely like a black and white number. But again, I think the question should be or the response should be from the community is based on their acuity and the level of care their residents have and need should determine what there's how they're staffing. Okay. So just because I've got one person to take care of eight people, right. if Sally Elder is very high need, then they yeah. should staff more people in there. Completely agree with that. Yes. Another thing we suggest people look at, um, and sometimes you don't get a good answer on it, but you can try, is how many people here require uh, transfer assistance or help lifting? Yes. Because if you need someone lifted out of bed into the wheelchair and maybe even have that wheelchair propelled, what are we going to do when a fire happens? How many people, mm -hmm. especially in memory care, right? right? How many people can understand, you know, Sally, go to the door or do they need to be led? So, you know, self-preservation, I think, is what Florida calls it. But yeah, those kinds of things. Very, very and good point. Edith. We yeah. used to say, and I believe I learned it from you, Holly, and I mean that sincerely, when you're comparing assisted living with assisted living memory care, because that's what it is in Florida. People say things like, well, no, no, she's not in assisted living. She's in memory care. Well, you're in assisted living. Is whatever you see in assisted living you should be seeing in the memory care side. Mm -hmm. So if you see lovely and pretty and nice smelling, you should be seeing it over there. If you see unstained carpets, there shouldn't be unstained carpets. If you have um, carving dinners on Sunday, there better be carvery dinners in the memory care. Do you still see that, agree with that? Yes, very much. And I do tell families, I mean, if we're dealing with a potential resident that has no signs of dementia, but if... If they do, I always say we need it to our memory care because if you need it later, you need to see it. And Edith, you're right because, you know, I'm always looking for cues. I don't like the saying, oh, back there or things mm. like that really upset me because that's not where they live back there. They may live in a memory support area of the community, um, but it shouldn't be inferior to what the others have in the other side of the building. So I like that you brought that up. Yeah, especially true. in the sense of aroma. There's a s distinctive mm -hmm. difference in, oops, somebody just had an accident right. mm -hmm. and the pervasive smell of people not being well cared for. Right. right? right. Yeah. Yes. How many times should you visit a place before you decide? That's a good question. I think if you have a consultant guiding you, you could feel confident enough maybe a couple of times. Again, that first, I usually tour with the adult child or someone helping them with the decision. And as we narrow it down, we'll then bring the senior. So that may be our second visit. It can really then be three because then the following would be their assessment. So I believe after two or three, if you have someone guiding you that's confident in the community you're looking at, if you're doing it or needing to do it alone, I would maybe say touch on them on off times. And what we'd say off times is after 5 p.m. or on a weekend. You know, it's not a bad idea to drop by and just see kind of what's going on. Even though you're a guest, you may not be able to go to all areas, you know, just on your own, but you can get a good feel for it just walking in the door. Yeah. Before I lose track of this, let's talk a little bit about Medicaid and how they can be complicating to get help from you or someone that does your work. 
Okay. Here in Florida anyway. Yeah, Medicaid is a little complicated. I think people get overwhelmed by it. I think, again, I don't do the Medicaid side, but I have great resources that do. My own mom is on Medicaid in assisted living. So I've been through that as a daughter. Um, But what we'll do is a lot of times if I have a client that feels like they may need that down the road, maybe their loved one is still spending down their assets, we're going to keep that in mind that we look at a community that accepts it so they don't have to move twice. There are some good ones out there that do accept Medicaid but they are fewer and far between. Mm. So we want to be mindful if they're going to end up needing that. Um, There's aid and attendance. There's a veteran benefit a lot of people don't know about. Um, So we make sure that they're aware and we get them in contact with the right people if they could take advantage of it. It's very helpful to help those, you know, those supplement. So if somebody is living in the central Florida area and would like their, your assistance, how do they reach you? Yes. We have a website. It's pretty easy to get to. If you just Google Premier Senior Consultants, you will find us. Our office number is 407-703-7022. And if we're out of the office, which we are a lot with clients, I have a great senior living advisor. One of us will get in touch with them rather quickly and get the process started. Thank you so much for coming here. There's such a big topic, but you really gave us some things to look out for and use a placement agency. I don't know why you wouldn't. There you go. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast, Informed Aging, and tell family and friends about us, too. You can find us facebook.com slash informedaging. Today's episode was recorded at Digital Broadcasting's podcast studio. That's it for now. We are looking forward to our next visit.